Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rango, baby. Listen up. You're surfing the mojo waves with Seattle Wave Radio. Catch the wave. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com. And be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness, and we want you to join up. Let's get this show started. Seattle 
business of music. Um, mm-hmm. What have you learned so far? Was that a good move? Absolutely. I would say that um, the thing that I've learned is that a big fish in a small pond is a very small fish in a very large pond of Seattle. So, like, before I had moved down to Seattle, I was playing in Bellingham and Olympia, and I felt like I had been fairly established in most of the music scene, the scenes there, and that, you know, my name cropped up every once in a while. And as soon as I moved to Seattle, it was like, nobody knows who you are. <laughs> there are, like, uh, somebody did the math, there's one in every 700 people in Seattle is in a band. And so there's, you know, the market's so flooded, you kind of have to find a new way to set yourself apart. And so um, it forced me to sit down and take, like, a really good look at why I was making music and what my message was and what sets me apart from all other artists. And it was great. It was a great maturing moment for uh, a music, making music into a career instead of making it into a thing that I like to do. Well, that's interesting because a lot of people don't think that that there's so much uh, maybe competition out there. And was that one of your biggest surprises, maybe? I knew that TL had a really big music scene. I mean, that's kind of where every major touring band comes through in Seattle. They don't really go through these smaller hubs. So I knew that there was a big music scene there. I don't think I realized just how hard it is to break into, though. There's like a core of really tight musicians that exist in Seattle and are involved in each other's projects all the time. And so it's really, you just, you have to find a way to get to know one of them before you can even like start to put your foot in the door uh, to get involved in, in the music scene here in Seattle. And really it was London Tone Music and the 52 for 52 program that helped me meet people. <laughs> I was new to Seattle, so it was like, I didn't have any friends and I didn't know anyone. And so that project really helped me get not only get good like music contacts, but also make friends, which is good to have. Absolutely. You know, that, that was a really great project, the 5252 in Seattle Wave Radio was a part of that. And I did a lot mm-hmm. of the interviews for the um, for the artists who were chosen for that, of which you were one. And it is, it's a really great place to really see where the movers and, and shakers are at in, mm-hmm. in Seattle, because sales kind of widespread. We've always talked about this, of how, kind of how massive Seattle is and how you kind of have to navigate mm-hmm. around. And when you know the shortcut, Musically, it helps a lot, and and I'm so glad yeah. that there's showcases like this, like the 5252, the Seattle Wave Radio's Jam and Challenge. Uh, you had yeah. there were hundreds of people who sent in music and went before a music panel, and it narrowed it down to the final four, of which you are one of them. And that song that we just listened to, No Matter Where, you want to tell us a, a little bit about that, and then what we can expect from you, November 18th. Yeah, at, absolutely. Actually, it's November 20th. It's November 20th. 20th. I don't know why I said November 18th. November 20th <laughs> at 8 o'clock at the Hard We'll Park. have people waiting in line around the block is what we'll just That's for right. two days in advance. <laughs> get in line on the yeah, 18th for the show on the 20th. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for all of you flying internationally in. 
Um, <laughs> uh, the song actually came out of, so I had entered my old song, Vultures, into the International Songwriting Competition and ended up becoming a semifinalist there. Um, I didn't make it past that round, but it was, I mean, it kind of gave me the confidence to go back into the studio and create something bigger. And I had been listening to, uh, the, the Vulture song kind of has this cool raw rock and roll kind of 90s alt feel which I really liked, but I had been listening to a lot of just really big anthemic rock and roll. And I kind of was in a point at my life where I wanted to write something that was inspiring, just like something that you listen to and, you know, gets your heart pumping and, and really lifts you up and makes you feel good. And this was my like anthem for, for life, uh, no matter where it was. So I went into the studio, I got in contact with uh, this guy named Casey Bates. He's done a lot of really big projects for uh, Portugal, The Man, and This Providence, and, and bands in the Northwest area anyways, so it was really awesome to get in with a producer who's worked with so many major label and independent label bands, and just for him to give me the advice of how to you know conduct yourself as a professional in a studio what a song necessarily doesn't need and does need. And just to be able to sit down and, you know, pick his brain and become friends eventually with somebody who's so plugged into the music industry and has been for a while, uh, that was just such, like, a valuable experience. It's it's hard to describe. The song really came about because I wanted to write this big uh, anthem for life and I had booked this studio time, and the studio time was like a week away, and I hadn't written the song yet. So I just I had to force myself to sit down in a room and just bang it out. I was looking through your website just now, and it caught me again that you used to be in a in a punk band, and so this is mm-hmm. so kind of a, a punk rock band. So this is completely different from from where you kind of started out professionally as a musician yeah. and you've kind of been navigating your way and, and it's brought you to where you're at right now. Yeah. Uh, well, in a lot of ways, I feel like punk, the, my punk rock background keeps me from being too pr- overproduced, I guess, because I like to have that, like g- the sense of uh, just like a genuine feeling throughout. I want people to hear genuine emotion and all of my songs, I don't want them to hear it and be like, man, that's a catchy tune, but it doesn't really speak to me. But the melody gets stuck in my head, but it doesn't really mean anything. And so the that's where the I think the punk comes in there. But I definitely think that, you know, as I've grown older and my music tastes have changed and, and developed, I think that, you know, my music sound is going to mature and always was going to, like, mature into this more well-rounded kind of sound. So... Yeah, it's very it's very different from four chord pop punk, but but I like it. But, but so there's no wasted experience, right? But there's 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 no wasted experience, especially in life, but especially in music as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, on on the on the night of the jamming challenge on the twentieth. What can we expect that night? Are you going to have a lot of your fans? Or are they going to be out? How many oh, yeah. songs did you know did you get to perform that night? On the Jam and Challenge, we're planning on playing six songs. Most of them are songs that I've already cut. So that they're, they're songs that you can buy right now. Uh, no matter where, we'll definitely be one of them. Uh, um, 
but uh, some of them are from the new record that I'm releasing in January. I just got done in the studio um, cutting a record with uh, Carson uh, Lehman from uh, London Bridge Studios. I mean, it's sounding really great, and I'm really excited about it. And this is the first time that I've been able to – I'll be able to – you know, have a really full sound because I'm bringing a full band, full five-piece band to the uh, Jam and Challenge. So it's going to be a different experience than anybody has ever seen my solo act to this point. So well, it's my going to be very exciting, very yeah. exciting because it's a great place for to to listen to music. It's a great place to uh, play music. And there's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of people there from from the Seattle music industry. Uh, does that make you mm-hmm. nervous at all? No, no. I've you know okay. it, it gets to a point where um, I used to get super nervous before every show, and then like after I played my first song, I would be okay. And you know I'd get like the shakes, and my hands would get super cold, and I'd feel like I didn't remember how to play guitar or anything. But I sat. I got advice from one of my friends. Um, and it was actually about something totally different. It was actually about when I asked my, uh, when I got engaged to my wife, he gave me the advice that, well, this is what you want, isn't it? Why are you nervous about it then? I was like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Why am I getting nervous about something that, that I want to happen? And so mm-hmm. that I kind of carried that over into my music career also. Um, this is what I want to do. This is what I love to do. Why would I be nervous about it? doing what I want to do and what I love to do. People don't get nervous before they go to their like day job. So right. people don't get nervous when they're, you know, they, if you're a, an attorney, you don't get nervous before you write a brief. Or if you're a, a doctor, you don't get nervous before every checkup. So it's just like, I'm a musician. This is what I want to do. This is what I love to do. And so, you know, I'm going to give it 110% and not, not misdirect any of that energy towards nerves. Well, I think that's really great advice that you could give to anybody because, yeah, Yeah. I never even thought of that either uh, about wasting that energy. So that's nervous energy is kind of just going out for nothing when you could totally be putting it into your performance. So that's really Mm -hmm. great advice, and I I think it's really smart of you to do. It's going to be an exciting night. It's going to be a great night for music. It's always a great night for Seattle music, but it's a great night for music lovers in general and anybody who's who loves music, just get down to the Hard Rock on November 20th, 8 o'clock. Tickets are on sale now. You'll see Isaiah. He's one of the four out of hundreds of submissions. Isaiah was number four. So thanks for coming on, Isaiah. I mean, good luck. And I'm I'm sure we're going to be talking again because you're winning almost every contest that that, that are out there. And uh, (laughs) it's always a a pleasure because you always bring so much to the table. You, You always have so much good information and good advice and I'm gonna I've been jotting all that down at the same time. So we're going to um go out with no matter where. So now everyone has a little bit of background on it. So Isaiah thank you again buddy for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you.
Larry Russ, former keyboardist and vocalist for the classic rock band Iron Butterfly. I'm hanging out rocking with Seattle Wave Radio. Seattle Wave Radio. Your Seattle, your scene. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Craig McGregor from Fog Hat. Everybody, this is David Austin, Canada Hooters. Hi, this is Keith Howland of the band Chicago, listening to Rock On 365's Legends of Rock. Hi, I'm Rock On 365, and you can hear my Legends of Rock right here on Seattle Wave Radio. Wednesday and Sunday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. 
For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Hey, baby, won't you stay right there? And ride the way with Seattle, you know we got the flair. Hey, everybody, this is Amber Sweeney, and you're listening to Seattle Wave Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com. And be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness, and we want you to join up. Let's get this show started. There she goes, too hot to hold. Turning heads, ooh, the whistles blow. It's something we've seen before, but nothing that easy to get to know. I know it takes a toll when pride is all that person knows. I, I said it cause I seen it, Mona Lisa, that smile was nice for hiding that grin. It lies beneath it, there's change in your demeanor. To friends, you're nothing sweeter to me. You treat my heart like there's nothing that's worth it. And I'm gone, it's wrong what we had, now it's gone And you're fine, but I'm lost with lessons that you taught And it's simple, but it's hard to let go And we start and forget and move on to the next episode Hey, I know there's happier days, but I'm just stuck in my ways Love has nothing to say, instead it leaves you in pain It's strange what this woman became one You are listening to Mona Lisa by my guest tonight Northern Shakedown. Northern Shakedown is one of four finalists in Seattle Wave Radio's 2015 Jammin' Challenge. Northern Shakedown consists of Ben and Tyler Weber, who are brothers, and Solomon and Jabrell Stewart, who are also brothers. This is the fifth annual Seattle Wave Radio Jammin' Challenge being held November 20th, 8 p.m. at the Hard Rock Cafe, downtown Seattle where the four final acts will be competing for over $18,000 in prizes. So thanks, guys, for joining me tonight, and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, let's kind of start at the beginning. You guys have been together for a very long time, right? Yeah, for probably we've been playing together as a band four years, this band's been together, two with this lineup. Did you all meet in church? Is that what I understand? My dad, Ben and my dad uh, was a pastor of a church and uh, Jabril and Solomon's family, they knew us pretty well, like through church and that's how we met and started, became really good friends throughout uh, junior high, middle school and high school. So, yeah. Churches really get a, a bad rap because, you know, I have interviewed so many CMA winners and Grammy winners and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees and 90% of them all started in church. And I will say that is such a breeding ground for musical inspiration and musical act so when i saw that you all kind of started there that was no surprise really to me because churches have just been a breeding ground and just given so much inspiration to people who who want to pursue their musical talent yeah i mean we definitely agree with that i mean we've seen it you know kings of leon is a huge influence for us we have kind of the same church background Mm -hmm. as of kings of leon as far as the Pentecostal church goes and their denomination. So um, they've been a big influence for us. And, like, I guess music that we can all agree are pretty wide varieties when it comes to, like, our genres of music and what we listen to. So that was something we were able to, uh, I guess, mesh upon. Well, it's a really – it's a it's a good atmosphere to just kind of, like, 
explorers, uh, especially you're growing up and you're playing music in church, it's really easy to kind of like explore yourself musically and, and kind of find your place and, and whatnot. Well, and in front of a live audience, and there's been, a, you know, several people I've talked to that didn't have really when they kind of set out for their musical career, hadn't really performed in front of a live audience. And you really get that. I mean, it's it's, it's worth its weight in gold, so to speak, when, when you're performing for a live audience at, at church. Yeah, very true. I wanted to ask Jabril, if, if somebody had not heard of Northern Shakedown before, how would you describe your music? I would describe it as R&B hip-hop. Is that what you meant as far as, like, yeah, yep, yeah. so... I've just always been into uh, just the hip, like the rapping and uh, like R&B. So that's probably where it would be if I was in with my brothers. Stuart, what's the best advice that you guys have been given so far along your musical career journey? I think something that stuck out to me was you got to go out to get it in, referring to um, having people hear you and enjoy your music. Networking. Networking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it really is a business. When they when they say music business, they mean that, right? Right. Yeah, we've definitely put in a lot of hours um, outside of our normal day job, so it's a, it's a second life for us. Now, you all want to make this a career, right? Like that, that this is what you want to do and, and make a make a living at it, not have to have a, a day job or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ben, what is the biggest obstacle that you guys have found so far in launching a music career? Having day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Real life. It takes a lot of time to be working on your own own craft and own business. And Tyler, you're the lead singer, and you guys have been together for about four years. What's one of the coolest things that's happened to you guys? In, in the four years that, that you've been doing music? We just played on the main stage at Hempfest. That was that was pretty awesome. That was our first time on, like, a big festival-style stage, and that was, yeah, that was definitely unforgettable. Um, also happened to be on my birthday, so that was really cool. Well, and, um, and, for, and for those who might not have been to Hempfest, there's thousands of people who go to Hempfest. It's a okay. big deal. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I would like to say that's probably the biggest crowd we've played in front of. Yeah, it's it's absolutely it's and it's full of music lovers. I mean, people go to Hempfest to listen to the music. They they also go to support Hemp, but but really, I mean, other than that, the really big draw is the music at at Hempfest. For you guys to be on the main stage, that's that's incredible. Yeah, thank you. What's the one thing? Let's see. Let's let me ask. Uh, Stuart, what's the one thing that you wish that you would have known four years ago that you know now when you took the leap of faith into going down the musical business career path? What have you learned along the way? <clears throat> well, I guess I guess the cliche thing to say is that it's not going to be easy. Um, not that I thought it was going to be easy, but it's definitely been a lot harder than I anticipated um, and taken a lot, a lot more time than I had anticipated. So, you know, we're getting there and, and things are moving. So it's not a complaint. It's just more more so of a, that's, that's not what I would have not expected, I guess. Do, do, do you think that the odds are kind of in your guys' favor because you're like two brothers and two brothers and so it makes it easier to kind of navigate through all of this because it's almost like you're four brothers. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've definitely been through like a lot together. <laughs> Me and Jabril, our sister, is actually married to Tyler now. That happened uh, this September. Past September. So um, we actually are brothers. We're kind of brothers. We really are brothers. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we're definitely closer than most bands would be. We've overcome a lot of obstacles together, just with uh, you know different circumstances that have happened in our lives and our families that we've you know we've had to stick together through. So we've been. All that has happened while we've been a band, which has definitely like made us stronger. And I don't, I don't know if a lot of bands would still be together if they would have come across some of the obstacles we've come across. It's easier in some aspects, but it's also um, it's challenging because there's a, um, in a way there's a, a little more pressure. But I guess in the long run, it's, it's probably going to be easier to just kind of like you know stay together as a band compared to other bands that are not they don't have that bond. So I could see that. Yeah, because with 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 other bands, if if you didn't have that family connection, you could say something that might hurt somebody's feelings, and then they just walk away. But you guys have to see yeah. each other, like in family events and stuff. So, what, whatever you're kind of mad about, or if somebody has hurt feelings, or somebody's pissed off, you you have to resolve that for the sake of the family, and the band benefits from that. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. It helps keep the band beast in control. <laughs> <laughs> and of course your sister's right in the middle of it all. Her brother, her husband, her brother's her husband, the whole bit. Her brother in law, everybody's involved. Mm-hmm. Now this song that, that we were just listening to, Mona Lisa, um who, who wants to tell me about that and and why you submitted that to the Jammin Challenge? Mona Lisa was actually an experience of a past relationship. Uh kind of went through the stages of um being infatuated with the girl, and then obviously within the time of the relationship, I ended up um, figuring out diff- a different character of who I really thought I was in love with. And then, so Mona Lisa is like the description or my emotions in a song of uh, kind of what happened with that relationship or who that person is. Are you going to be playing that uh, November 20th at the Jam and Challenge? Yeah, we are. Uh, we're looking forward to playing that song. Um, that's actually one of the last or the most recent songs that we recorded, and uh, we just felt like it blended so well with. Uh, we have Soda, and then we have Super Tramp, and we felt like Mona Lisa was a great blend in between both of those songs. Well, have you played at the Hard Rock before? No, we haven't. We're excited. So this will be the, the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a fantastic venue. Are you going to be getting all the Northern Shakedown fans out? Absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah, we're going to shake mm-hmm. it down. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's actually a very great place to hear music. It's on the second floor for people who don't know at the Hard Rock Seattle, which is downtown. In fact, I, I was just at the Hard Rock San Diego um, a few weeks ago, and uh, then a couple weeks later I was at the uh, Hard Rock in Pittsburgh, and it, it's so funny because the hard rock in Seattle is the only hard rock where the guitar is upside down, and they do that for Kurt Cobain, in tribute to Kurt Cobain. And I always challenge that in my mind whenever I go to any other hard rocks. I always look for an upside-down guitar, but they're always right side up. And uh, I was just in San Diego, and I was just in Pittsburgh, and sure enough, they had the right side up. And so I was uh, I'm like, yep. Yeah, I was right. They're they're not feeding me a line. When when you come to Seattle and you come to the Hard Rock, it's the only Hard Rock 
in all of the hard rock chains that you'll see the upside down guitar, and that's in tribute to Kurt Cobain. So it's a very special place. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. History lesson for me. <laughs> you got to learn from your elders like me. We've been around the block a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to that night, and it always sells out. It's always a great place. Uh, the bartenders are always right on, you know, serving up drinks. The bands are right on cue. The music is fantastic. Um, everyone's always in a really great mood, and uh, there's a lot of friendship that, that takes place. Have Have you guys been able to really network throughout the Seattle music scene and and uh, network with, with other bands and other people in the music business in Seattle? Uh, I, we, we definitely go out and see shows as much as we can. Uh, that's, that's a huge... Uh, a huge thing for us is just getting out there as much as we can. So um, I guess you could say that. Um, it's really just, it's it's almost not even like networking. It's really just going out and just watching. I, I just love watching music. So yeah, there's um, like, we we actually, we were at the Hard Rock last year and we saw the Stax Brothers playing out there at the Hard Rock. So that was really cool. Yeah, it's it's absolutely a, a fantastic venue to see, see music in Seattle. And one thing we've always talked about is kind of how music in Seattle is kind of spread out and you know, it's kind of up in, it's over down in Tacoma or it's in Seattle or it's over in Bellevue or it's here or there everywhere. But uh, the Hard Rock has really been working hard to facilitate a central place for musicians to come and, and work their craft. And, and for anyone who's coming to Seattle, you can usually always go to the Hard Rock and there's some type of live music going on there at all times. So um, I'm really looking forward to the 20th. I know you guys are looking forward to the 20th. Where can people find your music now and what type of links do you want them to go to to learn about and and purchase your music now for Northern Shakedown? What's the best, uh, best place to find you guys? Uh, NorthernShakedown.com, number one. And, uh, I mean, we're on Bandcamp, iTunes, uh, Amazon, Google, all those places. You can find our music there. Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, social media, Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, hit us up. We're all the normal places. places. Yep. All right. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I, it was great to get to know you guys. I think you're going to do fantastic on the 20th in November, and I look forward to talking to you guys again. And uh, we're going to go out to Mona Lisa. So thanks, guys, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. I said it cause I seen it, Mona Lisa, that smile was nice for hiding that grand It lies beneath it, there's change in your demeanor to friends You're nothing sweeter to me, you treat my heart like there's nothing that's worth keeping I'm gone, it's wrong what we had, now it's gone and you're fine But I'm lost with lessons that you taught And it's simple but it's hard to let go and restart and forget and move on to the next episode Hey, I know there's happier days but I'm here stuck in my ways there's nothing to say Instead it leaves you in pain It's strange what this woman Became once long on my heart Now we're broken Take your brain
stick misses. I don't care about your heart, Miss Mrs. Bitch Fit, Mrs. Mrs. All Misses. Mrs. Talking to dudes with a deadly mission. Mona Lisa for a reason. First you're cheesing, now you're frowning like you're supposed to know the reason. Emotions changing like the seasons, and now I'm freezing. If that ass is God, then please call me a heathen. I'm a Keyboardist and vocalist for the classic rock band Iron Butterfly. I'm hanging out rocking with Seattle Wave Radio. Seattle Wave Radio. Your Seattle, your scene. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 